All right. Robbie is, is definitely um, a testimony in and of himself <laughs> of how wonderful God is and, and the blessings that he gives us, um, sometimes in the most unexpected of places. <laughs> uh, so um, basically at this time, uh, if you would like to share you, you're welcome to either stand up where you're at or if you'd like to come up here so you can use the microphone. Um, that's also available. Um, basically, I'm going to share a little bit uh, more about um, uh, my my mom's, I guess. <laughs> and then if you feel like you have something you want to share, um, go ahead and uh, come up. Or like I said, just uh, get my attention and I'll let you, uh, I'll let you take over. Um, my parents got divorced when I was in, I think it was about between third and fourth grade, fourth and fifth, fourth and fifth grade, somewhere in there. And uh, growing up uh, with uh, separated parents, and then um, dad getting remarried and having a stepmom was definitely a very uh, challenging and tough time for me. And even um, as a teenager, I'd like to. to to my kids to think that I was, you know, that good child that never did anything wrong. But we never thought that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I failed at that. <laughs> um, but I, I got into my own my own trouble. Um, I remember one time specifically that uh, I was grounded for some reason. I don't remember what it was, but um, I was grounded, and I had plans to go do something with one of my friends, and. For whatever reason, as we got older, my parents decided that if you had plans to go do something and you got grounded, you would still be able to go through with those plans um, because they wanted us to be faithful with our commitments to other people. And not too long before I'd gotten grounded, uh, the same thing had happened with my stepbrother. He had done something, got grounded, but he had plans, so he was able to go. Well, now I was grounded. And I had plans. And so I was like, hey, I've got these plans that are coming up. And they're like, well, what time are you leaving? What time is this? And I'm like, well, we, we don't know. I just know that my friend's going to let me know when he's ready. I'm going to go pick him up, and we're going to go hang out with these girls. And uh, she's like, well, no, that doesn't count. I'm like, what do you mean that doesn't count? She's like, well, you don't know when you're going. You don't know where you're going. You don't. I didn't have enough details is what I think it, it boiled down to. And, of course, me, I'm like, all right, here's the evil stepmother who won't let me do anything. So I, uh, that day I remember being extremely upset about it and, and started off downstairs in my room and I'm like, oh, this is, this is crazy. You know, my brother got to go. I should be able to go. I worked my, so then I worked my way outside. <laughs> and uh, I'm outside and I'm, I'm kind of kicking around the, the grass and kind of like, man, man, what's going on? What's, what should I do? Don't, this isn't fair. Well, our house was on kind of separate from where our garage was, and my parents' cars were here, and my car was over here. So I started in the basement in my room. I made it outside. I made it over to the garage next door. The next thing I know, I'm standing next to my car, walking around my car, <laughs> trying to decide what to do. Well, long story short, I ended up in the car driving over to my friend's house. <laughs> um, and it didn't go over very well. Uh, my parents spent some time trying to track me down. Um, finally got a hold of the the parents of the gal's house where we were at and uh, 
the mom comes out, and I still remember she's like, we're all friends here, <laughs> but JR, your parents are looking for you, and you need to go home. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I headed back home, um, and uh, I never really did understand what, why it was important. I had my plans. You know, it was okay. My stepbrother got to do his thing. Why couldn't I do my thing? And I never really understood why it was so important that I couldn't go and do that. And oddly enough, this last week, I was listening to the Bible app, um, a devotional for a Bible through the year. And one of the the days was about um, boundaries, boundaries in love or love boundaries. And it talked, um, the guy gave the example of a um, team playing, like a football team playing. But the ref wasn't there yet, and he got called to go, and they're like, hey, we need a ref. You be the ref. He's like, I don't know the rules. I don't have a whistle. So he, he said, all right, fine, I'll do it, peer pressure. But the problem was, without knowing the rules, he didn't know when they were out of bounds, when there was a foul, when there was a flag or any of the problems. So the, the kids just played. Well, it turned into chaos. Three of the kids got injured, and finally the guy that showed up to referee... And when he showed up, then he blew his whistle, everything got back under control, he set the boundaries, he knew the rules, and they were able to play and have a good time. And as I was thinking about this, this experience I had with my stepmom, it wasn't that it was, imp- it, the situation itself wasn't the, the problem or the focus. It was learning those boundaries, learning that we have these boundaries in our lives to protect us. And we need to be able to trust those that are above us and around us that they're looking out for us. God has boundaries for us. And the um, Leviticus was another area that this, this devotional has been coming. There are so many crazy rules in Leviticus about mold and growing on cloth and being in the house and what the priest has to do. Priests had a lot of crazy responsibilities. <laughs> And so, it just seems like, why is this important? But these boundaries and these laws were set up so that they could have the fullest life at that point in time. And it's, the, the important thing is that where our focus is. Is our focus on God, or is it on what's in front of us? And so, with, with my, my moms, growing up, I had a lot different perspective, or a lot different. I had a, a very different perspective on why my stepmom was doing the things she was doing. It was more of a, you don't like me, you like your kids more, you know, why are you treating me this way? And as I've gotten older, I've realized that there was probably some favoritism there, yes, but the overarching thing was that she was being the best parent she could be. And so on Mother's Day now, I make two phone calls. It may be the only time I talk to my moms during the year. <laughs> but I make two phone calls, one to my mom to wish her a happy Mother's Day and one to my stepmom to wish her a happy Mother's Day. Because I know that um, regardless of how I felt about things, I know that God used them in my life to shape me into the person I am today. Did you something? Okay. Um, no, it's fine. You can come up now. Now's a good good spot. Yeah. Um, and as Leslie's sharing, if you have something you want to share, feel free to come on out.
Mother's Day around our house is a very big mixed bag of emotions. It's a very difficult time, very happy time. Um, when I was young, I was in foster care for the first nine years of my life. I was adopted by an aunt and uncle. It didn't end up very well. Um, but as I grew, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. More than anything, I prayed and prayed and prayed about it. And it seemed like God didn't answer, but he did. He just kept saying, wait. I have a plan, wait. And boy, did he fulfill that plan. <laughs> I just um, like to praise God for the birth birth moms in our lives because without them I wouldn't have the gift of motherhood and it's a very precious gift I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world and I think to thank God for all of my church family for being as supportive as you are and lifting us up Thanks, Leslie. One of the uh, um, the other things that it, that came out of um, having a stepmom is a change in school. I switched to a Christian school, which is where I met my wife, Deanne. And so, without that situation working out the way that it did. I don't know where I would be right now. I know God would still be looking after me and taking care of me. But my situation, I'm sure, would be vastly different. And I'm thankful for that. Oh, I'm thankful for my wife and the kids that we have. Oh. Anyway, you look at it, God is amazing. And He's done amazing things for us. You can hear Robbie whispering back there. <laughs> um, but um, would anybody else like to to share anything? Okay. All right. Um, so today was just a chance to to recognize moms, to to honor God, and thank Him for what He's done in our lives. And to. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> For those who don't know me, I was raised just across the river uh, on a farm. Uh, Thanks, Dan. Um, the more that we share in this life together, whether it be in a church service or in singing, um, songs to God um, and share about our lives the more we discover how similar our lives are and how much God means to each of us and how we've had to rely on God's at, at different God at different points in our lives and also how God uses each other our friends and our family and our church family to step in and help us out so thank you guys for sharing um, I think we'll go ahead and We'll have our, our closing song and then we'll continue on. <laughs>